Freddy. Freddy? Freddy, Freddy? Mm -hmm. You're really changing it up. I know. Goodness gracious. Um, yes, I am ready. Okay. So, oh my god. Welcome to a, I'd Kill a Spider for You. <laughs> we recorded another episode, and I don't even think we said that. No, we did no, not. No, we just loudly sang. Um, I did. I, I, how the, dare you. I did not. Did you, you censor yourself? That. You started that. Yeah, I know, but it's a good song. Anyway, if you listen to our previous episode, you can know Elise's the... because mom says we swear to you. Oh, does she? Yeah. Oh, that's very nice. Sorry, Debbie. Sorry, Debbie. <laughs> okay, so today we're going to be talking about, like, a wonderful, fun topic, you know, lighthearted, doesn't affect many people. We're going to be talking about sexual harassment. Well, harassment in general. And harassment in general. Mostly harassment in general, but with an emphasis on the sexual. Okay? Yes. By the way, did we say, hi, I'm Catherine? Hi, I'm Carmen. Okay. And today we'll have a guest with us. My friend Danielle! Hello! <laughs> no applause? Bonjour. Okay. Yeah, okay. Sorry. I'm not paying attention. No. <laughs> well, you know, I just got a survey sent about the liberal party. So Carmen, to... don't do it. Are you fucking doing a survey about the liberal party <laughs> while we're recording a podcast? It's Put that away right gonna... now. It's going to give me, it's going to give me five cents. I just made five cents. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Whatever. We should have introduced Danielle. <laughs> Danielle, do you want to introduce yourself to everybody? Hello. I'm Danielle. I did the podcast logo. Yes. Danielle has done the podcast logo. I forgot about that. I'm really so slowly working on a website. Yeah. You don't have to be sorry. <laughs> You're giving us a free website. We are like yeah. happy with it. Yeah. We're so excited, guys. Yeah. And yeah, Danielle, it was Danielle's idea actually to to do this episode. Yes. Because of all the gross people and the gross stories she has of weirdos at metal concerts being weirdos absurd. Weirdos at metal concerts. Yeah. Amazingly, it's I mean, not actually as many metal concerts there outside of it. Oh, really? But unfortunately, I do have a story of a metal concert, so I guess it's... Also applicable. Yeah. Okay. Let so you want to start us off? Let us have let us. Oh, God. Um, so, uh, definition of harassment. It is very, very broad and vague and whatever. Um, so, it says that it includes any unwanted physical or verbal behavior that offends or humiliates you. So, that could be all sorts of things. Mm -hmm. So, apparently, there are, like, certain types of harassment. So, there's obviously physical harassment, um, which is kind of self-explanatory. Um, personal harassment, which is another word for bullying. Um, discriminatory harassment, which is just people insulting you for various reasons related to your marginalized identities, I guess. Mm. Um, Good times. A psychological harassment, I guess, would also be things like if your boss, like, gaslights you and stuff, or, like... Or just gaslighting in general. In general. Um, cyberbullying is its own thing, because cyberbullying has become, like, its own phenomenon. Yeah, basically. Right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just doing it via internet where people have more time to be mean and stew on things. And also anonymous. Yes, sometimes very anonymous. Um, and sexual harassment. So those are the things. Um, and so we're going to focus on all sorts, of course. Why don't we talk about, apparently, the latest Census Canada shit came out in like 2016. Nice. And 19% of women and 13% of men said they had experienced harassment in their workplace. Yes, I was reading that as well, which does not surprise me. I mean, like, most... That feels... Those numbers feel low. They do feel low. But I do feel like, I don't know, work culture has changed in a way where people are more like, I shouldn't do this at work. 
Uh, then yes. again, I do know like firsthand experience, not firsthand, secondhand experience, because I was told this, of like this guy who was like kind of creepy at a place I worked at. And then turns out he was actually a creep who was like started to sleep with one of the coworkers and then physically assault her. Oh. So. Well, we Fun. So it's not like it doesn't happen. Or uh, we can't forget. I mean, I had to, I was a union steward at one of my agencies and we had bargaining. So we had to create a new collective agreement. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, my friend Andrew and I had to create, not necessarily from scratch, but our agency didn't have any sexual harassment policy. Okay. I mean, you know, like a full. We had serious, like not, well, yeah, we had all, all sexual harassment incidents are serious, but it was like pretty cut and dry incident of sexual harassment where one of the managers tried to uh, use me to say that this guy was a totally nice guy, but he actually wasn't. It was a very strange situation. Wait, sorry. He used you? Used you what now? Yeah. So he was like, what was your experience with this man? And I was like, oh, I don't know. He seemed fine. He was ex- apparently extremely touchy-feely with the black woman in the office. Oh, well, mm-hmm. then you're safe. So I, I didn't know what was going on until after I found out that he was trying to like be like, see, not, not everybody experienced this. Yeah. So anyway, we had that where I had to fight with the employer to make sure that sexual harassment related grievances had more time to be like investigated and talked about because usually you only have seven days, but like sexual harassment and all sorts of harassment, usually it's like over time that they Mm -hmm. can escalate and our employer um, seemed okay with it for the most part, but it was like, why the fuck do people not have these? already in their policies and procedures. I mean, well, we know why. Some man wrote them yeah. and was just like, nah, this. this is cool. It's cool if I do this, right? Listen, I'm just going to go home with this girl or try to. And if she doesn't, then she's fucking fired. So whatever. Well, let's not forget John Gameshi. Oh, I had forgotten him entirely. And then it wasn't until after that all these people came out with like, weird experiences with him he was like a very popular like a cbc radio host yeah he was a really popular canadian radio host yeah an interviewer and everyone was like jean gameshi is so great and then it was like months of scandals yeah years the beans have been spilled yeah it was it was bad it was bad so you know i'm i'm actually surprised it's low but then i'm also thinking like people probably don't report a lot of Oh yeah, actually, I was I had um some statistics from I guess Statistics Canada, and out of every hundred incidents of sexual assault, only six are reported to police, I'm which is yeah, only one to two percent of date rape and sexual assaults are reported to police, which mm-hmm. is you know fun because like and then the conviction rates are like nothing. The conviction rates are nothing because of course they're all lying bitches mm-hmm. and um. Oh, of course, everybody knows one in four North American women will be sexually assaulted during their lifetime. Good fun. Um, Apparently, 83% of disabled women will be sexually assaulted yes. in their lifetime, which is not something like, I think I knew that vaguely, but I hadn't really thought about yeah. it. And it's like, yeah, it's women because... Women with disabilities are way more likely to also um, experience domestic violence. Yeah, because... Violence. I mean, it doesn't quote, make sense, but it does make sense that this, this happens. Yeah. I mean, it's not the greatest quite irritating also my neighbor seems to be rehearsing with his terrible old man guitar band upstairs so if you hear that that's what you're hearing <laughs> we're sorry and um, also 57 percent of aboriginal women or in, this says aboriginal i'm saying indigenous yeah. women have been sexually assaulted mm-hmm. as well so you know all of these fun times Ooh, a fifth of sexual assaults also involve a weapon of some sort i did not know I that 
real. <laughs> That's amazing. Ugh. The way we talk about this sometimes. Yeah. People are probably like, what's wrong with We're like, like, yay! Yay! So exciting! Actually, 17% of girls under 16 have experienced some sort of incest. Hooray! What? How many? Uh, 17%. You're lying. I'm, this is what the statistics are telling me. I what don't know. What the fuck? I was going to make a joke about small but you know, Danielle, Danielle's, Danielle's here. Is, is, well, <laughs> I am here. <laughs> Representative of small town Canada. But the sad thing is my creepy uncle is the one that seems like he oh, might be the one. And he's not yes. from a small town. So. Wait, this your creepy uncle? Which, the one who's like probably a... Oh, the one that my dad and I are like, he's totally, like, something's going on. And my mom has repressed any memory. And Oh. Those are not fun. Yep. Yeah. I mean, but I also have a creepy uncle. We but all like, have a creepy uncle. I have one too. Mm-hmm. Thank God my mother kept me far, far away from him forever. Yo, man, mine lives in my house, but Ugh. neither here nor there. Um, so okay. Oh, I guess I count to that statistic. Anyway, I'm just going to So, mind. Danielle, have you ever used dating apps? Nope. No, because I, I know you were in a, you've been in a long-term relationship for a while now. Yeah, okay. before the dating apps even started, so <laughs> I never even experienced that. And, okay, so you haven't experienced any issues in terms of, like, dating app harassment. Have you, Kevin? Yeah, fucking weirdos say weird things and they, like, start talking to you and it's, like, immediately sexual and immediately, like, upsetting. Yes. And you're like, uh, uh, I don't... But the question is, do, do they think it works what? or does it work ever? I, I do wonder if it works, right? Because, okay, so there's one guy who was like, being gross and he was being gross immediately, but I was bored. So I was just like, <laughs> I'll respond. And so I was just like basically making fun of him. Yeah. But I guess because I was like witty enough, he was like, ha yeah, like, let's do this. And I was like, wait, no, I may, you, you are my entertainment for now. I'm just making fun of you. But do you sincerely believe that people, like women are like, yes, mm. I got to be with this guy? Yes. I don't know. I've had I've, I've had weird, see for me with the dating app stuff, I have had like, it's either one done, one end of the spectrum of harassment or like the complete opposite. Or for example, like if I use a dating app, I don't like, I did at the beginning link my Instagram to my dating app. Now I don't. Now I don't because men don't necessarily have to match with you. So they'll just look up your Instagram and then message you on like Instagram even though technically the whole point of a dating app is that you have to match to talk to each other for yeah. the most part. For the most part. And so I've had that. But uh, I've also had instances where I've blocked someone or I don't want to talk to them anymore. And then they found me on social media or whatever. And Girl. then they've threatened to kill me or hurt me or have like messaged me and said like really disparaging things about me and been like, well, fuck you too. I don't want to have anything to do with you. You're ugly. Whatever. That I have not experienced. Girl, who are you swiping on? I don't understand. I've gotten one end of the spectrum or the other. Carmen Carmen has noted terrible taste. (laughs) So apparently that extends to just seeing a picture in description and she's just like, But you know what? That's actually really common. A lot of my friends who use dating apps, that's happened a lot to them. Where they've like blocked someone or been like, yeah, I'm actually not that interested. And it just ends up being like the guy goes from being kind of nice and like normal to just like losing his whole mind. That did happen once to me. There was a guy I was texting... And then, like, I was like, oh, actually, no, I'm not interested, whatever. And he was like, oh, like, well, you don't matter, blah, 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 yeah. like, calling me a bitch. And I was like... Yeah, so that happens. We haven't even met... This is... But this happens. Yeah. And it happens a lot to people sometimes. 
Um, so that's pretty big. I hear it's very common on Tinder. Mm. Tinder is like the place where it happens most. Yeah, I but do like, not have Tinder anymore. What I've heard from like other people. Yeah. Like I just, it's, I, I have no statistics on that. But, but Tinder is trash. Tinder, Tinder is, is just garbage. like trash bots and like rapey men. Yeah, I also think like um, I was having a conversation in terms, not even so much dating, but just in terms of getting to know people um, and really being in a state where like maybe this isn't the best idea, but I have a friend um, who mentioned that they were getting tattooed mm-hmm. and um, this guy um, was tattooing them and like charged them like really little and then was like, oh, do you want to like hang out after? And my friend was in, a, in another country. Um just hanging out, I guess, and just traveling a bunch and was all by herself and, um, or sorry, all by themselves. And then they were like, sure, I'll hang out with you, I guess. You're kind of good looking. And then went and hung Th- That out. is not a reason to hang out with a person. Well, I don't know. Jay Baruchel. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Jay Baruchel? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As the example of good looking? I apologize. Is that, so Jay Baruchel, <laughs> if you're <laughs> listening, you could trap Carmen in a basement and she'd be like, well... It was, he was Jay Barrett's show. I mean, how could I have said no? He's an awkward, white-ish looking. White-ish? White, white. Where's the ish? <laughs> gangly man. Awkward, socially awkward man. So as catnip, essentially, yeah, is what catnip you're saying. for me. Goodness apparently. gracious. <laughs> anyway, so um, apparently this person um, had them over and then they started making out and then this person was being very forceful around not wanting to use condoms for hooking up yeah and my friend was like absolutely not we need to use a condom and then this person also gave them some pot that ended up being laced with pcp you know and my friend was like get me the fuck out of here so then my friend like left the apartment but then was high on pcp in a foreign country and was like i'm just gonna have to walk around till this till this wears off wears off for the next six hours fuck but imagine because i was also like but you were getting tattooed and they were like yeah i was like in pain you know like i wasn't really all there and so that also probably factored into it, and they were just. And I thought about it, and I'm like, yeah, that's not the best. It's a weird power dynamic to have. Um, have either of you ever had experiences, or do you feel like the thought or the possibility of being harassed changes how you do things? Maybe in certain spaces, thousand percent. Yeah. Yep. It. I'll have anxieties about actually going out and doing things. Like, I want to go rock climbing really bad. Yeah. But I don't want to go by myself because of in case of something happens. And feel like just, I'm very naive and I kind of blame my mother for that. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, everybody's going to be nice. Everybody just starts off with a good slate. And that's gotten me into a few problems. So Same. Yeah. Catherine? <laughs> it's with me. <laughs> You dumb bitches, I don't know what's going on, but like that doesn't happen with me. I would never do this. Yeah, Catherine pops in my head and was like, no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, no, Danielle has told me so many stories. She'd be like, she'll be like at some like event and she's like, Catherine wouldn't be here. And I'm like, no, no, I wouldn't. When Danielle, Danielle's planning on going to like Sweden or something later this year, Norway. And um, I'm like, when you get midsummered, right as they're about to kill you, you'll be like, Catherine wouldn't be here. Yeah. Catherine would never be at this fucking cult. All right. But in terms of harassment, we also need to state that yeah. we don't think it's like the per- the victim's fault. No, ever. it is absolutely not the victim's fault. But like, I do believe that um, people who assault look for certain types. Often, yeah. You know what I mean? I so mean, it's it like depends what kind of assault or. Harassment. I mean, it also depends on the assault, but like. They will look like like intimate partner violence is sure. different. Yeah, then. But like street yeah. harassment, literally, it doesn't matter. Like they could just 
like yell at anyone. They can, yes, just pretty much yell at anyone. But I also think it depends. Um, just coming from this perspective of like, I'm the only fat one here. It's very different. People are mm. less weird with me because I'm fat because they don't want to like be sexually aggressive. It's not that just fat people don't get sexually aggressive mm-hmm. comments because I play, I have. It's just not the same. It's not to, to the same degree. It's in the same way where I kind of feel like I can stay out an hour later than you. Like I'm less afraid. <laughs> I genuinely, Carmen. Really? You will be like, you will be like, I have to get home, and I'm like, yeah, I got an hour. Like I have an extra hour. I think. Not oh. that people will not attack me or assault me. Right. Or because fat women do get sexually assaulted and attacked, and often they're not believed because they're fat. All these other yeah. random shit. Garbage but nonsense. listen, I'm heavier to pick up. You're not getting me in the car. It's not happening. So you take like the <laughs> Nicole Byer stance. On I do. Of- I do take the Nicole Byer stance on it. It's like it's not. It's not that it's not going to happen to me. Or that it wouldn't happen right. to me. It's just, I hedge there's my like bets. A, I have like a little bit of a buffer. Right, because there's like a, not a stigma, but there's this understanding that like, I also think that might also have to do with like beauty standards. Yeah, no, like standards of beauty and also I'm black. Now, to be clear, if something does happen to me, nobody's going to believe me at all. But also, but. racialized <laughs> people are harassed more so than... And like attacked more so than... Oh. oh, no, yeah, we're attacked more so, I think, in terms... And like people don't get any like support however it's not like a come on attack it's a violent attack mm. you know what i mean no one's gonna like sexually harass me to death they'll just kill me okay okay right okay i see that because like because like yeah like black um women and like um black trans women especially and or any trans person um really gets like they get violently attacked and so and, and they're just dead and so like black women in general are just dead they're not mm. like cat calls they're dead See, so. I never thought about that because, like, I mean, let me just relay my story recently. So yes. I often get asked by people, not often, but, like, often enough I get asked by people and I think the conversation also goes on in my family about why I don't dress better. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I wear, like, giant lumberjack shirts and my jeans. Yep. Or, like, whatever, jean shorts, whatever. It doesn't matter. I, this is how I live my life. And I don't like to wear things that are super form-fitting because, well, one, I'm self-conscious about my body and I don't like it and whatever the hell else. I'm just going to roll my eyes into (laughs) affinity, but okay. Um, But also, like, I feel uncomfortable because I don't like people staring at me, which is part of it is, like, my own anxiety. But the other part of it is because I don't feel safe necessarily and I don't want to be noticed. And I think I've grown up with this really... Honestly, as much as it it is true to a certain extent, I don't want us to ever equate, or I don't ever want to equate this idea of if you're attractive, it's more likely that you'll be like assaulted or harassed. I don't think that has anything to do with it. And like so many people um, are assaulted and harassed. And of course, also because they're just not believed or people don't take it seriously or people like, you should take it as a compliment. Oh, no, no, no. I don't agree with that at all. All the time. He's like, I never get, you get hit on all the time. And like, that never happens to me. And I was like, because it's not the same and it's not being hit on. No. Someone harassing me. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm saying that like, my my distinction point is that like, the milder forms that you guys experience Mm. on a day-to-day basis are not going to happen to me in the same, right? in the same amount. Like, I will be killed. You guys will just be like, maybe killed, but probably just hit on. You know what I mean? Because like people will commit violent acts against people who they feel are, aren't aren't worth anything. But right. they if if they're, they're if they're friends, they're gonna like hit on the skinny girl. They're not gonna hit on the fat girl. That's Do not gonna be a thing. Eh, I mean, I have my headphones on most of the time. Oh yeah, well, me too. Okay, but That's like fair. no, it's just the same gross comments that you guys would get. Um, it's okay. just That's less fun. frequent. Yeah, and they're okay. usually alone, which is scarier. Yeah, no, that's horrifying. Yeah. 
Um, so for me, I had this situation recently because I don't like to dress super, I don't like to dress in any way that calls attention to me. Let me just like, that's like the easiest way to put it. Yeah. I like to hide. I don't like people seeing my body. I don't give a shit. It just is not my thing. And so, um, I was going to a wedding and you had to dress in all white and I really liked my outfit and I was like, damn, I never look like this. I look like a whole new person. Yeah, you look really nice. I saw yeah. your pictures. I was like, I look so different. I look like all put together. I was like, I didn't even know I could look this good. This is great. I legit... I get into my lobby, I open the door to go outside, I'm stepping out of my door, and some cyclist at 10.30 in the morning on a Saturday whistles at me, like slows down and whistles at me. And then I thought to myself, when was the last time this happened to me? I can't remember the last time. Like, it's been a while since, like, that has happened, like the honking or the whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and today... The day when I'm like, oh, it's totally fine that I look, that I feel like I look really good and I look presentable. Like immediate? Immediate harassment. And also Carmen's neighborhood is like all old white people. Like where did this guy come from? Probably an old white guy. Yeah. Fucking cycling at 1030 in the morning on a Saturday. Stay home. <laughs> Sleep in. Anyway, and I stood outside and I was like, this is why I don't dress like this. Mm-hmm. This is 100% why I don't dress like this. I don't want you to see me. I don't, this is, this is an issue. And then I got, I was just like, this is happening again i'm going to cover up from now on yeah but that's sad it is sad but that's also get over it but that's also how you like (laughs) it just makes me so deeply uncomfortable and it causes me so much anxiety and i wish it didn't but like i also think to myself like what's wrong with you that you do that oh the people who do that oh i have no idea what's wrong with them because like they can't they can't think it's gonna work no or does it because you know how we're always like, you know those people who are in those relationships that are awful, toxic, horrible, and then they'll leave it, and then they'll be in one three seconds later, and you and I are always like, where do they meet? Yes. Maybe that's how they meet. I Maybe? Just like yell at a girl on the street, and if she is that sad, she will be over there in a second. Maybe. I mean, who knows? But I just don't understand, and I, and I just don't, I don't feel safe, so I just dress like this because it feels safer. That's fine. That's and fair. I think a lot of people do that. Can't relate, but yeah, okay. Metal t-shirts and jeans. Yeah, right? Nine times out of ten works, except for at the metal concert when my ass got groped. Oh, no. <laughs> no. See, I've never really been touched I in, in that sense. I think on the TDC once I had a situation where I was sitting next to this man, and it was the winter, so everybody has those big-ass bulky jackets, mm-hmm. and he had this giant, like, di- giant jacket, and he was sitting next to me, and we were all, like, squished together. And he started, like, he had his arms around himself. And then I started to feel, like, a lot of movement. And I realized he was, like, trying to grab my arm. Because at first I was like, oh, he's probably just, like, trying to, like, maneuver his arms because he's all squished. Yeah. But no, he was trying to, like, grab my arm. It was really fucking strange. And I was just like, okay, I'm getting off the next stop. I can't really move because it's too crowded. What do I do? I mean, Carmen, you say this has never happened to you, but what about your one true love in high school who would masturbate behind you? Oh. Listen, you had a very oh, high I peak. I think about it. If you, we did talk about this in our episode about uh, high school stuff. So if you want to hear about the public masturbator, please go back. But like, That's Carmen, you had the public masturbator. I mean, does, does it count as sexual ha- harassment just to you or to the whole class? You know? I would like to say the whole class, the but whole I was class. definitely like the number one person. I don't know. I still feel like I had it worse because I had to see it. (laughs) 
Catherine, I had to, I, I knew he was about to try and touch me. Yeah, but you only knew because I was seeing it and warning you <laughs> and being like, had? move. Because I and saw then, the hand wrapped yes. around the dick. That's the upsetting part. <laughs> but then the teacher, who was the one who got the response from the teacher? Oh, Carmen, you're irresistible. Yeah, that's fair. Gross. Gross. I and also, people think that they're like, oh, this is just nothing. And like, but the responses of like, they just brush it off unless they're the ones. Like, no, but that's, that's, that's my point. I don't, yeah. I don't understand. And oh, the TTC made an app and I had looked it up because I saw um, advertisements all over, so, like the TTC for it. The TTC is Toronto Transit Commission. Yeah. They're public transit, whatever in Toronto. And um, so it's called the Safe TTC app. So what it does is it can, um, like, if you use it, you can summon first responders. So, like, ambulance or 911 if there's an emergency situation on a train or on a platform. And then you can also report things and, like, send videos and media, like, linking whatever has happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a way to kind of do so anonymously and do it without having to press that yellow strip on the subway thing. Because if you're being attacked and you can't necessarily reach it or you don't want them to know that you're going to press it or that whatever, because that might lead to more violence. You can kind of do it on your phone. Um, Because apparently a study came out between, and something about between 2011 and 2015, 557 reports of sexual assault uh, on the TTC were reported. Oh. So it's 557 in four years, which like is still to me a lot, but that's the reported ones. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. So you can just imagine... The unreported the incidents. The unreported ones. Because yeah. we've all had them. I literally had a guy on the TTC take pictures of me. Oh, next to me. He was sitting next to me and he had his camera turned towards me. And it wasn't and what like did a you, cell did phone you not, camera, Catherine. It was an actual fucking... Did you not grab his camera and throw SLR it to the ground? Camera. I just didn't know what was going on. And I, I Carmen, I there. swear to God if someone fucking tried that shit with me. I was sitting there and I, I turned and I looked at him and he like guess I, he saw that I noticed so he just like turned around and got off the train but I was just like what are you doing what I don't know Carmen I don't maybe it's the same it. reason why they come up to you and tell you their life stories I feel like people can just sense the aura or something they're not gonna kick their asses yeah oh yeah I guess it's just a bit of a nightmare I do remember there was a girl in my university one of my classes where she had had an experience. I think there was a guy, I don't know if you guys remember, it would have been like 2012 or 2013. And there was this guy who was like sexually assaulting women on the TTC. Mm-hmm. Like he, or he was like exposing himself to women on the TTC and they couldn't figure out who it was. And um, so this woman turns out that she saw this guy cause they finally caught him on camera. Like they caught a like surveillance of him because it kept escalating, which is usually what happens with people who do this shit. Um, if they get away with it long enough, it escalates to, like, rape and things like murder. It so. really does. The escalation process for, like, those kind of people is such a wild mental ride. But that means that there's so many of them with that potential. Yeah. That's the horrifying part. But anyway, so she, they asked, like, if anybody had information to call um, the police and just let them know. And so she called because she had had a situation where she was pretty sure it was that guy. He was sitting across from her on the train and all of a sudden he like whipped out his dick and started masturbating and nobody said anything. Nobody did anything. It was like on the TTC in the middle of the day. And so she literally was okay. and he was staring right at her and she's like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? (sighs) And he just, she said that all he did was smile and he kept going. So she just got off the train. Yeah. And so she told the people, like she told the police officers and they had her come in and like, 
to videotape like her testimony. Yeah. And she said that they treated her like garbage. That they were like, well, why didn't you say anything before? What? Why didn't you report this? Why are you just coming to us now? Yeah. Yeah. But like, what? Yeah. (sighs) And she was like, because I remember she came into class and she was really emotional and like, we had like a group assignment and she just like broke down and was telling us. But how is she responsible for weirdo on TTC? Well, how are we responsible for being raped? No, I know. But like, that like, 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 the the mechanism of patriarchy will allow for men and, and uh, not just men, but people to think, oh, well, what was she doing? But like when you're on the TTC or on any sort of public transport, how could you in any way extend that logic? Apparently you can. Like that's so wild. Because, like, yeah, because, like, their logic is, like, is terrible, but it has so many years of, like, being the logic that people subscribe to. Yeah. But that one's weird. That one's wild. That actually happened to me, well, not not that, but that uh, something happened to me once when I was in, um, I was in Rome. Mm-hmm. And there was this old man, and I was, he was, like, he kept, like, moving, like, he was, like, next to me, and he was, like, moving near me. And I thought, genuinely, I thought it was his arm that was touching me. Mm. It was not his arm. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and this lady who, like, was sitting just, like, uh, so parallel to me. No, I was, I was, I was um, standing as well. But I don't know. It was just, like, it was, like, the angle of it was, like, on, like, yeah, my yeah, forearm yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. And then she was, like, like, making gestures with her eyes, like, from me to that man being, like, look, look, kind of thing. And then I look, and it's, like, some man's rubbing his dick on my arm, which is, like, astounding and wonderful to happen, of course. Like, <laughs> chosen to be chosen. Like, it's beautiful. Um, and then I was, like, oh, she's fucking Christ. And so I moved out of the way and um, stood near that lady. And she was in this, like, spot, spot that's, like, not even a place you sit in. It was just, like, this small little, I don't even know how to describe it, like, alcove on the bus. And so we stood there. And then after that, we got off at the same stop and got ice cream together. It was nice. <gasps> that's so nice. <laughs> yeah, it was really nice. Lovely. Yeah, happy she was ending. happy ending. <laughs> she was like from Spain, I think, but okay. she spoke English. And then we, yeah, we went and got gelato. It was very nice. But yeah, and then also another um, in Rome. <laughs> just don't go to Rome, you guys. Another <laughs> yeah. in Rome you where I was standing, Rome. and this man, he was just like this gigantic, sweating, red in the face, mm-hmm. drunk, mm-hmm. horrible man, mm-hmm. and he kept like caging people in like he caged me in like he had the arms basically um on either side of where i was no like on the window Absolutely area not. but like holding he was holding like you know like the the things that come down that you can hold the for the mm-hmm. to stay up stay stay upright the little mm-hmm. loopy things he was holding those but he was like caging me in because he was like leaning in as well and then i moved out of that and then some other girl was standing there and he just moved on to her and then caged her in and she was like what the fuck yeah. Don't you remember maybe the thing that we laughed at, but that we shouldn't have laughed at back in the day when Alicia lived in that apartment? I don't recall. That's too don't vague. Cringe. <gasps> Why are you cringing? Oh my god, Carmen! Why would you say that? That is so triggering for me. Okay, so Danielle, you've never oh, heard this no. story, and our listeners haven't either. There was this fucking guy who was so fucking creepy and just, and also a dumbass. A dumbass. Said that racism. That yeah. racism wasn't the real issue. He was just a tall, skinny, per- white perv. And who was a brochalist. Who was a brochalist to the nth degree. And he would, and at every one of Elisa's parties, he would like corner me specifically and hit on me. And he tried this, this one, one time, time where he tried to hit on me and he like, tried to put his like hands on me. And I always like flinched away and he was like, oh no, 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 don't cringe. 
And I had to go get you. And you had to come get me and save me. Yeah, I was like, come on! (laughs) (laughs) And I heard him say it, and I was like, oh my god. It was nightmarish, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't great. No. No. So in some ways, you have experienced that type oh, of Oh, no. Harassment. I'm not saying that I don't. I just feel like I have less stories. Like, like, oh, you know where I have the most stories from? It's fucking New York City. Of New York City, I people am. will hit on you 24... I've never experienced you never street harassment like that in my life. Because I... Cause again, not that I'm... I've had, I am in no way, by the way, I just want to make it absolutely clear for the third time, saying that if you're fat or if you're, like, mm. black or if you're any sort of anything, that it doesn't happen to you or that like these things are not serious or real or common. I'm just saying I feel like I have 30% less stories than <laughs> you two. That's all. So the but in New York City, no, I had like 100% stories. I was there for a week and it was like every day all the time. Mm-hmm. Like at 10 a.m. someone was making like creepy like kissy noises and like like calling me over and like licking his lips at me from his car. No. And I was like it's 10 a.m. Who has this who's this creepy this early? Like, it was so weird. And it was constant. All day, I'd be walking down the street. Like, it was, like, people coming up to you. They would come up to you, and they'd try to, like, walk at the same pace as you and, like, stand right beside you or just, like, just, like, move in on your space and then yell at you. Like, I have never experienced sexual harassment, like, on the street like I have in fucking New York. It was bananas. Is it, like, a cultural thing in New I think York? it is a cultural thing because it is well known that, like, big cities, like, in general, have, like, more sexual harassment. But I think New York is, like... Cream of the crop. Well, yeah, because Toronto, I don't know. Like, I, I'm I fine. To be honest, I experienced, I feel like experienced way more sexual harassment in Mississauga, but that might also be because I was younger. Yeah. So maybe. Maybe that. What about you? How do you feel? Oh, mine's, I don't go out because yeah. clearly I'm afraid. <laughs> do they harass you when you're with your boyfriend as well? Yes. Actually, when I got grabbed at the metal concert, I was holding his hand and we were... Like, obviously, metal concert, it's outside, it's super crowded, you don't see anybody. Like, even if I turn around, I wouldn't have known who it was. Right. And, like, most of them I find are, like, just either me having poor judgment and when I meet people, or it's in customer service. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. That's another ballpark. of mine is, like, mm-hmm. all nice customer guys. service re- related. Yes. Yeah. Like, even as young as, like, being 16 years old. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, of course. Always. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about customer service shit. That uh, yeah. opens up a whole treasure trove of mm-hmm. fucking stories. Yeah, it really the thing does. Is most places are like not very open about what you do in that situation. Like my well, current job has been like I had to read a whole thing about sexual harassment. I'm like I've never gotten any of this in any of my jobs. Like the last job I had, we had some guy call like call us and just not say his name and be like, guess who it is? And I'm like, I don't have time for this shit. And he's like, oh, I want to buy you stockings at Bramley City Center. I want to do this. And it's like, this is fucking creepy. And <laughs> oh, Brampton! Yeah. Like, Sorry. <laughs> and I told my boss, and he's like, well, did you try telling them that you have a boyfriend? I'm like, no, sir. That should and, not have to be. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Okay, the amount of times I've been, this has happened to me, or like not this exactly, but you get hit on and like people are, by people who are very aggressive about it. And the only way they back off is if you say, you have a boyfriend. I have a boyfriend. A man already owns me, sir. <laughs> I have been purchased. My father gave a sheep for me. Like, I have been purchased. Let's. Oh, I can't. 
Yeah, no. Oh, wow. Customer service does open up a whole ballpark. Yo. Because it is a lot of just like smiling until someone leaves. Or not even smile. Oh, my God. Okay. So this fucking guy that I know who I've Okay. I've seen him. I've worked with him at different places. He's just like rich, I think. And oh, is like a career volunteer. And he's the fucking creepiest motherfucker I've ever met in my life. And he makes my skin crawl. He's probably listening to this. I hate you. Anyway, last time I saw him, like I can't even be polite to him. I'm just like, just get, get the fuck out of here. Please just get the fuck out. Like I can't. Because he's so weird. So, like, he's the kind of guy who just, like, follows you through places and mm-hmm. always tries to make eye contact with you. He's also yep. tall, thin, and murdery looking. No. He somehow knew where I had been. So, I don't have him on, like, any of my social media, I think. I think for some reason I have him on Facebook, but I've since changed that. But <laughs> I didn't realize that I did, right? And then, I, but, I, so I went to Japan last year. And after my trip, he was like, oh, you were in Japan, blah, blah, blah. Like, how was it? Okay. I do not have him on my Instagram. Tell him? None of the people that I know would ever tell him because they all hate him too and try to avoid him at every, every instant. And I post nothing on Facebook about my trip. Okay. So how did he know? He, he so he's just your, like creeping my Instagram. Instagram. There's a lot of guys that do that. He's so creepy. So this one time, I, he and uh, no, me and another friend, he and I ran into this this creepy guy and mm-hmm. we were both like, oh my God, he's fucking here. By the way, to be clear, this man creeps out every man that I know. Every man that I know who knows him wants oh, him wow. gone. Like, he's that creepy. And he ran into both of us and then like later was just like sent me a personal Facebook message like, hey, it was great to see you, blah, blah, blah. And Fuck I was off. like, what the fuck? So I sent this to the guy that I had been with and the guy who I've been with sent me his own personal Facebook oh, message this guy had sent to him. And we were both like, like, he's going to kill one of us or something. Like, he's yeah, so scary. Not great. Yeah. So, and I, yeah, had situations where I was like in a customer service thing and he was on the other side of the counter and I was like, just, just go. I can't, I can't do this. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've, I've had some interesting, like customer service is really interesting because I think this idea of the customer is always right. Gives oh. people so much more power over you. Oh, so much. And they think that they can just get away with whatever. Like Absolutely. I know. Um, and sometimes it can get really bad. Like, I mean, I worked in mental health related stuff and I don't ever want to stigmatize people, but I did have a couple instances where like, there's nothing you can do because you're supposed to be supporting the person dealing with whatever the mental health issue is. Right. But there was mm-hmm. a guy who was obviously dealing with some mental health stuff. He went to McDonald's, the girl at the counter smiled at him and he was convinced that she was supposed to be married to him. Wasn't there an episode of Grey's Anatomy like that? No. So the girl was nice to him and he thought that she would, she liked him. So he kept wanting to ask her out and he was going to ask her out that day. Got it. And he's like, well, she's obviously into me. And then the woman was like, who the fuck are you? I don't know what you're talking about. Which is similar. Yeah. But only the difference is that this guy stalked her for years. <gasps> stood outside the McDonald's waiting for her. Had an engagement ring. Said that they were supposed to be married. That God told him that they were supposed to be married. If God says it, it's true. And whatever else. The woman had to, like, change her job. She had to leave, whatever. And it didn't matter how much he stalked her. Like, you could put as many restraining orders as possible. He still kept coming back. And that was, like, the client. He was the client. So it's, like, in those situations, what do you do? Like, we kept telling him, like, you can't see this woman. You can't do this. And we would form him sometimes if, if need be. But it's, like, it's such a strange situation. So at that moment, I was, like, when I worked retail, I... Like, by the end of it, I'm not going to lie, I was a huge asshole. And I gave everybody attitude, and I hated everybody that came into the store mm-hmm. by, like, three years in to my job. But imagine just smiling at someone because you're supposed to, and you end up with a stalker. Yeah, that's terrifying. 
Gotta measure my smiles at people. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I remember there was a time where I was, like, recommending something to somebody, um, like a movie or something, a customer, and then he started being, like, a little too flirty, and I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom, so I just, like, left. <laughs> like, I was like, I gotta go. I gotta go. I cannot be here for this. Oh, no, the uh, manager's calling me, but your tag says manager. I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> mm, yes, I must um, feed my mm, pigs. I yeah. will see You're at later. work. You got to feed your pigs. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yes, I yes, do. <laughs> yes, do. Yes, I do. Um, I remember there was this guy when I was young. I was like 16, and um, he must have lived in my neighborhood, but I remember seeing him a couple of times. And the first time I saw him, I was at square one. And he was, like, hitting on me. Was this the guy you randomly ran into in the ravine? No, that was another guy. That was horrifying. Oh. But that was better because the guy hit on me and he was with all of his friends. So I was very scared because I was by myself by in this ravine-ish area. And I, and the guy, I was, like, 17 or something. Yeah, and he yeah, hit yeah. on me. Then he asked for my number and I was really scared and I gave it to him anyway. And he called me. I remember this. And he, the guy was like, and I was like, oh, what are you doing? And I was like, just homework and he's like oh what college do you go to and I was like I'm in high school and he's like oh for real talk to you later and then he hung up thank god thank god thank god but even then I wouldn't have met with him see I've had people who come up and be like oh it's funny how like before I met my boyfriend my the same friend who introduced well kind of introduced us uh tried to set me up with another friend of hers and when we went and hung out like I wasn't feeling it I didn't want anything to do with them and he's like, she gave him my number, and I was like, oh fuck, I don't want to like, women. I don't want to deal with this guy, but don't I'll be nice to him anyway. And like, we hung out, and he's like, I found it funny that nobody asked me how old I was when we were discussing. I was like seventeen at the time, and he's like, oh, I'm twenty three. No, I'm like, why? No, are you? no, no. Leave no. my presence. <laughs> that is not okay. By the way, we really need to, as a society, stop encouraging narratives where, like, 20-something-year-old people get with teenagers. Unless you are 21 and she is, like, 19 or something. Even 18, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But, like, you, you, you have to be within the same... Like, the age difference has to be within, like, two years. And that's it. When someone's a teenager. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even then. Like, yeah. a 12-year-old shouldn't date a 10-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. That should not be happening at all. <laughs> No, but that's that's the other thing. Women, if yeah. y'all could just protect each other, agents little, of the patriarchy are everywhere, including women. Yeah, like what? Your friend didn't think to ask once. Oh, definitely not, because I was the single one and wasn't interested in dating in high school. And you hadn't had a child yet. You were seventeen, yeah, Danielle. You should have got on it. Small town, old maid. Not much pickings. Oh, true. Right. You're also in a small town, but. I don't know. It's so strange to me because sometimes I talk to people and I, for example, if I get hit on or something weird happens or somebody makes a weird comment, I've had situations where I've told women this mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, that's probably not what he meant. I really hate that shit. I hate that shit. I know what someone means when they talk to me. And you know what? Even let's say if I did take it the wrong way, well, then that's still like my opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. If shit made me uncomfortable, it made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. He didn't mean it that way. That is the most nightmarish. Sorry, are you in his head? No. Especially since, like, not to generalize, though I do enjoy doing that, but, like, a lot of men who are just, like, hitting on you, like, in the street or, like, in, mm -hmm. a, in whatever these situations are, like, they are, their intentions are clear. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's not like. 
I don't, there's no mysterious while you're shouting at me. Like, it's not like. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's like the situation where um, there's that episode of uh, My Favorite Murder where they have a hometown murder where a girl like runs into a convenience store and somebody starts yelling at her and she's just like, fuck you. Because she thinks that it's just some guy being weird. Yeah. And she really has to pee. So she runs into pee and the guy keeps like banging on the door. And she's like, I'm peeing. And then she just thinks some, some guy harassing her. Then she opens the door and there's a gun in her face because she ran into the middle of an armed robbery. Oh! But she would, but she heard yelling and was like, oh, no, fuck it. That's funny. The guy's yelling me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm supposed to listen every single time? Yeah. No. I, just, I don't have to listen to you. And then she just ran in, which totally would happen to me and to you, Catherine, because we always have our headphones in. Yeah. And, we're, and so if people are talking to us, I'm like, oh, what's that? And keep walking. You know what I mean? Or we just pretend like we can't hear them. Can't hear them. One day, we're going to walk into an armed robbery. You know what? Actually, Carmen, now that I am thinking about it, I think all my points, I'm not going back on them. They all do still stand. But, man, I don't hear anything, anything. anyone's saying to me ever. I'm always like, hmm, what? No. Headphones? Headphones? Mm-hmm. Headphones are, I think, one of the best things that have ever been. They invented. are like I actually can't such get a on, defense mechanism. I can't leave my house or get on public transit without my headphones. I was devastated. When I forgot that one day, I was like, what am I going to do? <laughs> I have such bad anxiety. Yeah. If I, with public transit, I can't actually get on public transit without my headphones. Oh, wow. If you don't have them in, you'll get stalked by some creeper who's like, are you a model? I'm a photographer. You're so beautiful. And say that 34 times. And then you're like, I'm really uncomfortable. I need to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly, I did also. I think my headphones broke once. And I've, I have panic attacks. Like, I have actual panic attacks when I don't have headphones. Because I just can't. It's like the stimuli. There's too much. I need shit to drown out the stuff that's going on on public transit. And so I usually just, like, have a bajillion things going on in my headphones and other things. Um, and I think one day I forgot my headphones. And I got on an elevator. I was visiting a client. And all of a sudden, this guy just starts to talk to me. Like, one of the maintenance guys. First of all, I, can't, I come in and I don't have my headphones. And one of the guys just says, smile more. And I was like go die and I just looked at him and I was like (laughs) no and then I kept walking and then I got on an elevator and then a guy was just like started talking he's like so do you live here and I was like no I'm a a social worker that's my name tag and my badge my ID card and he was like oh cool like yeah I'm working in some of these blah 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 and he's like yeah so it was so great meeting you and I was just like I is this what happens when I don't have my headphones apparently it is what happens when we don't have our headphones. So yeah. we can't even maybe gauge. So when I'm saying that uh, last Saturday when I literally stepped, my my foot fucking stepped outside my door of my building and somebody whistled at me, who knows? Maybe I have been hit on and I just haven't noticed because I'm too busy having my headphones in. Yeah. Blasting music. Caring about no one. Our safety measures are very strange. Mm-hmm. I don't like them. There's also, well, going back to like the, the whole women getting blamed for it too like again going back to my naivety I decided to go hang out with my neighbor because Mm -hmm. he was all like oh well I'm new to the area and we're looking for people to hang out with and I'm like okay cool this could be another I did have a a neighbor before who I ended up becoming friends with and Mm -hmm. it was actually a sweet setup and so I went over for drinks and he just over the maybe hour I was there he just escalated in the creepiness and it didn't matter if I talked about my boyfriend or anything. He was all like creepier and creepier. And then just before I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go home. Like, I just, I want to go home. And he's like, is it bad that I want you? And I'm like, yes, freaked out. I panicked and all these t- 
things that go into my head that I'm like, oh, I wish I could have said, I'll go away. And I'm like, I am not that kind of lady, sir. I am going. <laughs> I have to water <laughs> I freaked out and I left. And now, like, I immediately called Catherine after and I told her what happened. And I'm like, shook it because I'm like oh god this is why I don't make friends with people in my neighborhood and it was just and he had the audacity to text me later on that evening going I'm sorry I was straightforward with you and I was like the fuck man like I didn't respond to him like yeah because that was hugely inappropriate like that's that's not even so true yeah Yeah. because I think about I don't make friends with anybody in my neighborhood I have never ever in my whole entire life ever been friends with anybody in my neighborhood ever Specifically men. Yeah. Fair enough. But, like, I'm always like, what the fuck are your intentions? Yeah, no. It's, it's well, yeah, always it's a bad. Thing. It's always I'm generally bad. like, what the fuck are your intentions? Because Which is weird because you and I are the same, by mm-hmm. the way, Catherine, in the sense that we, like, don't notice when people are, like, hitting on us necessarily. Oh, like, interest, interested in us. But then at the same time, like, with certain people, we're just like, why the fuck are you talking to me? Mm. Yeah, fair enough. It's like a weird, it's a weird thing. But, um... Yeah, with that guy, like, it's just, like, it's so upsetting that you, because, like, your intention was just, like, oh, I want to make a friend. Yeah. Screen you. But make it's sure that just, you get like, along with my partner. And yeah. And it turns out, definitely not. And the worst part was, I was told later on when I, like, confided in my dad, and then yeah. I also confided with my carpool buddy, and both of them were like, well, you shouldn't have gone over there. Excuse you. And I was like, so I took a risk, and now it's my fault for being like, oh, I could make a friend, and it's like. So because, what, now we can't yeah. make friends? Yes, but it's because you have to acknowledge the universal truth that men are trash and just not trust any of them yep. and just assume, unless they are, like, super gay, that <laughs> they're not going to try and to see, be weird. Also, I, and that's so awful as well. And I think to a certain extent, I've been, I've conditioned... Although, sorry, go ahead. Okay. I've conditioned myself in a certain way. Not conditioned myself, but, like, I'm very open. When I'm comfortable around men, mm-hmm. like certain men, I am very clear and I'm very open with them about how comfortable I am around them or I'll just I'm very open to like communicating with them and talking to them and I think that they're fine and like I don't think there's a hard and fast rule for like comfortability to a certain extent you mean comfort comfortability is not a word that's a word no it's not isn't it no I don't think so I made it one okay well whatever um but like when it comes to certain situations I think that of course there are exceptions to every rule so for example I think of like my friend who had that stupid tattoo artist, whatever, and you hear a lot about there's tattoo artists, men or women, whoever, yeah. who, like, will 100% be in the middle of tattooing you and, like, do inappropriate things because you can't really leave. Like, you yeah. can, but, like... Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go type of thing. Um, But then there are situations where I think of, like... And, like, that in itself is really bad, and I think predators maybe choose certain jobs where they feel like they can do that. Mm-hmm. But I also think that there are situations where, like you can be fine with somebody and not and not be uncomfortable and it just depends where you're at in that relationship. If I met someone, a dentist, like, well, why would you be talking to a dentist? A dentist and they start having like a really intimate conversation with you while their hands are in your mouth, it's like, no thanks, you know? But mm-hmm. then maybe you're really comfortable with your dentist and you've known them for five years and then if they talk about like their relationship and like, how's your relationship going? Then it's fine. Oh, I mean, I know. I obviously know that there are, like, exceptions to everything. But the thing is, context is the most important 100%. part. hundred percent. Context is so important. So it's just, like, if you do know... I mean, it's again, I am not in any way blaming you, Danielle, because I don't think you're at fault. However, when there are ambiguous situations mm-hmm. with, like, men you just met, just don't fucking trust them yeah, an inch. Yeah, I guess that's true. I think... Yeah, I try and... I think about that as well. Like, I often wonder... 
Like there are a lot of, well, for me, it's also because I think with social worky stuff, there are situations where. Well, I guess you're more used to going into situations with strangers and stuff. Yeah. So it's just like my life. And yeah. so I can't gauge it very well. Oh. Necessarily. Because sometimes I'll be like, does this person want to be my friend or does this person want to date me? You know? But yeah. oftentimes I just assume they want to be my friends because I'm like, same. My. I have a general rule with guys that they've got to treat me like a fellow dude. And at the moment they treat me like a girl, it's just kind of like, nope. Like, yeah. <laughs> I had a good friend in high school. And then the moment he was like, hey, sexy, how's it going? I'm like, and we're done, sir. Yeah. Like, See, that's the thing. And I think harassment often starts, like, it starts in the home as well, because, like, what are you being taught about what's okay and what's not okay? Yeah, I guess so. Because it's also, like, especially with Latin American families, I can speak to the, the ways in which women are raised. Like, you have to be home at a certain time. You can't have boys over. You can't do this. You, you know, it's very, very strict. It's very, very, like, puritanical in a lot of ways. But the men can just go fuck off and do whatever they want. Yeah. And in Latin American cultures, also, they don't have to clean, they don't have to cook. So, like, good luck when you're living on your own, sir. I mean, I think that is probably the same in general Jamaican culture as well, but not in my household. Uh -uh. Um, <laughs> funn funnily enough, the people who are puritanical and strict about, like, times and when you should be there and blah, 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 and who are my sisters. My That's sisters so are like that. My mom is like, do whatever, just be home, blah, blah, blah. Like, my, I've never had a curfew. I never had anything, like, specific like that. My, yeah, my mom, mom just trusted like me. To, to do whatever. So I also didn't have, but we also didn't have male siblings. That's true. I do wonder sometimes right? like what my mother would be like if we had it. Because yeah. we always joke that she wouldn't love us at all. That she would probably just <laughs> love this boy. And now that my sister has had her son, has uh, my sweet nephew, I know it's true. She loves that boy so much. I'm like, you would leave, you would abandon all your daughters for this boy. I know you would. Yeah, exactly. But that also happens because then the men think that they... Because uh, you can't, you you don't just wake up one morning and think to yourself as a man, hmm, you know what I'm going to do today? Yeah. Honk at every woman in a skirt. Maybe they do. But Catherine, is there where a plan? Where did that also, come from? Also, my question is, because there are plenty of decent, like, lovely men. Yeah. Who, when you talk about, like, this sort of thing, do seem kind of, like, surprised by the frequency of it. And they are like, oh, wow, that's gross. So many. So, but then They're I wonder, so lovely, I wonder, so though, many. I do wonder... Are they lying to me? Because I know those dudes have friends. And I know your friend's a creep. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm just like, are you fucking lying to me? Like, do you just like passively, when your friend is a creep in the car and yells out the window, are you like, oh, yeah, man, they don't, do they don't do anything. Or like they know their friend's a perv, but they don't do anything. So I'm like, whenever men are surprised, I'm like, you're not fucking surprised. I know either you're a creep, your friend's a fucking creep. There's not a man <laughs> I've ever met in my life who doesn't have a creep friend. That's true. So then I'm like, don't be surprised about this harassment. Yeah, I, but I find right now what I've noticed recently is like the men that I think are like really sweet and kind and whatever are like when I when we talk about like sexual harassment stuff or whatever that goes on, they're just like, man, guys fucking suck. That is true. So if, a man, if a man a says men are trash, maybe I might believe him. But I'm totally knows? fine with that. But yeah. yeah, there are a lot of men who are like. Then again, you also have you are in circles of like social workers. Catherine, social work men are the worst kind of men. I guess so. They're the worst, the worst <laughs> kind of men. I literally, okay, so I go to like screamo concerts too. I live, you know, my life doing whatever. I frequent a lot of places. Nowhere have I, have I seen more trash garbage. <laughs> garbage, like not even pedophilic, but just like perverted 
creeps, creepy men, predators than I have in the social work field. I think I can think of like two or three guys that are in the social work field that I'm like, oh, you're the best. And they actually are the best. They're actually, like, I think of them. I, I ran into one this week that just passed. And I was like, oh, my God, how are you? Otherwise, the men that I met in the social work field, because think about it. For you to be in a field where you are responsible for the well-being and you can kind of dictate the ways in which people's lives go yeah. for a man to have that level of entitlement and power over you. Fair enough. What kind of a man are you? It's true. Think about it. So the men that I've met in my field, I mean, do you remember my ex? I mean, let's be real. I mean, you don't. I, I don't. I have my mento for your exes. Like, what am I supposed to remember all these guys? No. No. But anyway, trash. Yeah. So, anyway, did you have any other points that you wanted to bring up? Um, well, since Halloween's coming up, Ooh. Like, oh, that's Catherine. I don't have to deal one. with this because we're a lesbian couple. 100%. Anyway, go so ahead. We don't dress oh. as a lesbian couple, it's just that we are always in a couple's a costume. costume. And we are always like, dance. if we go out dancing, it'll be just us dancing together. I, I have recently been dating someone who asked if we want, if I want to do something with him for Halloween. And I was like, I'm hanging out with Kevin and we uh, already have our costume figured yeah. out. So, By the way, we've decided on C-3PO and R2-D2. <gasps> yes. yes. Bootleg, of Bootleg. course. Bootleg. Bootleg. Shiny pants. We should go, okay, if we dress like that and it goes really well, we should then go to like fan expo and, and be like off boop, boop, boop. everyone <laughs> <laughs> i just have like you have like just have like gold like highlighter on and oh that's God, it okay so it wasn't i think it was like two years ago mm-hmm. i ended up i had like one of those onesies that are oversized like way so too we. big for yeah. me mm-hmm. and it was like the least sexiest costume mm-hmm. ever and yes. i went out with some friends like my neighbors who my cool neighbors mm-hmm. and we go to this one bar and this guy will not leave me alone. And I was seeking refuge with one of their mutual friends who was yeah. there because he just kept bothering me. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it made no sense because he kept hitting on me and I'm not dressed in the sexiest <laughs> way. I'm in a onesie with like four different layers on because yeah. it's cold. Yeah. And it just, he didn't even stop. And it's like, oh my God, what if I actually tried this Halloween? Like... And dressed in something that was a little bit more, like... Yeah. Traditional Halloween sexy? Yeah. The same with this year. Like, this year I went through Spirit Halloween and I was, like, not even looking through the women's section. I'm like, I'm not doing this. Like, <laughs> I have a great costume, but it's a secret. You kind of know. <laughs> Which one was it again? Whatever. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't that. It's fine. Yeah. That's fair, actually. I... I I think the moral of that story is that it doesn't matter how you dress. No, it necessarily. doesn't. Not at all. Definitely. You're definitely going to get hit on. You and Halloween be in a potato is, sack. Halloween. Okay, so these are the holidays you need to be careful for. Halloween, New Year's, St. Patrick's Day. I don't necessarily want to leave my house for fear of the drunk white boys. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day is wild. in my opinion... The most dangerous. Oh my god, it's creatures. like the purge. They, it is like the purge. Is They're the purge. very scary. I don't like if there was if I was if I was walking subway, down the street. All the homeless people on the other side of the train. If I was walking down the street and there's like a big group of like like loud young black men and a big group of loud young white men, oh. I'm crossing to the black man's side and like, can 100%. I join your fucking crew? Because like, like, please get me the fuck away from these people. Yeah. No, it's very scary. Yeah, I don't do well with with those. They make me very nervous. Just the sound of their voices. <gasps> their drunk loud voices. <laughs> No, thank you. I makes me want to cry. I actually get very, very nervous. Yeah. I've noticed recently when I went to Spain, 
um, this last year I was in Pamplona and there was um, a soccer game going on and we were in this bar and like the bar's nice, whatever. And then all of a sudden all these guys come in that are about to watch the game mm -hmm. and they like fucking pile into the bar and I really have to pee and I was going to go to the bathroom and then I was sitting there and I was like, okay, I might pee myself, but I'm going to wait till I find another bathroom because there's too many men here and I feel very uncomfortable. So yeah. I just left. And my mom was like, why didn't you pee? And I was like... I don't, I feel very, I was like, I don't know, it makes me really nervous to be around all those drunk men, drunk white men. Very scary. But drunk men. No, drunk you. men in general are very frightening. Yeah. And I think that they get a pass. We don't get a pass because we're always told you were drunk. So You were drunk. So then it's your fault. Yeah. The, but when a drunk guy does it. He, he was, was drunk. drunk. Oh, it he might know ruin he was your doing. swimming career. Oh God. Yes. It would ruin your swimming career. <sighs> Fuck that. Anyway. Yeah. I, I don't like that at all. I just. I had a thought about that. Oh, okay. So there are areas I've heard a lot of, and this is recent, but there are places that people warn, women will warn other women oftentimes to not go to certain places oh, because yeah. of how they'll be harassed, right? So um, there's this place in Toronto called Sneaky D's. Oh. Um, and I didn't know this. I didn't know. My, Did, is it a... Yeah. So one of my friends was telling me that well, so many women have been roofied. Oof. But it's like, for, but it's always when there's specific like events going on. So like emo nights and like something else nights, there's like these events that go on. And I don't know if it's specifically those nights or if it's just sneaky D's in general, but I was warned to be careful when I go to sneaky D's. And literally my friend was like, put your thumb into your beer, like only buy beer, like the bottled beer and put your like thumb into the opening of the beer bottle because they will roofie you. What? Like they're just going to like whiz <laughs> by and just like. No, apparently it, it happens enough. Wow, her talented. Her boyfriend was telling her, like, didn't want her to go to Sneaky D's because um, he was like, no, don't you know? Like, all these <sighs> women Gosh. get roofied all the time. I had no I idea. Know. Here I am going, like, oh, you know, people are always like, if they want to do something cheap, they just go to Sneaky D's. And apparently it's, like, one of the places. It's roofie town. Who knew? I fight. Roofies are scary. You don't remember anything. You can get really sick. You can end up in the hospital. They have to pump your stomach. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, if you're ever out and you start to feel ill, leave. Leave. And don't and leave with your friends, please. Yeah, and go to the hospital, or go somewhere where you can like throw up or whatever you need to do. Yeah, like don't. But stay. like, if you're like, if you felt fine and then you suddenly don't, just leave. And by the way, even if that means that you're just really drunk, also just leave. <laughs> yeah, no, no, please. But yeah, so it's yeah. situations like that. Like I think about the CBC thing, like John Gameshi. Like we have a friend who mentioned that, like, oh yeah, you know, internships. You know, people had internships to the CBC and everybody just kind of knew to be careful with him. <gasps> what? And it is very years, upsetting. This is years before fucking came out. Mm -hmm. So you're telling me that all these people knew that this person was a fucking creep. And the response was like, just be careful. Just be careful. Because that's genuinely how it works. It's like if someone's a politician, if someone's in like a celebrity or anything, like it's just like, oh, just be careful around that guy. Just like... No. Like the whole Me Too You shouldn't Too have movement. to. That's what it is. Like the whole Me Too movement is like people being like, I shouldn't have to be fucking careful around this person. No, I shouldn't have to like hide. Like this shouldn't be this like hidden but not hidden secret yeah. that everybody knows about. It shouldn't be this open secret about. that nobody gives two shits about. Yeah. I mean, sexual harassment stuff in general is just like toxic masculinity. Like turned up? degree of toxic masculinity. It is very much so. But then I also think like there's men who do it. And honestly, my only, like I have a lot of hangups about it, but my one hangup is like, who raised you? Who did raise you? I don't know. I and think do men sometimes do it and think it's appropriate? 
Like, what would your what, what like, would your what, mother what, say? What under like under what circumstances do you yeah. think it's okay to behave this way? Mm-hmm. There was a guy that actually my dad used to work at when his like his old job, and he was like the sleaze ball of where my dad was. Right, and his nephew happened to live around the corner from me. And there was numerous times where in high school, he'd just be genuinely creepy. And I think it was passed on. I don't know how exactly it went, but this kid was just equally as creepy as this man. Oh, man. And I remember there was one incident where he tried to lift, it was a uniform school, so he tried to lift up my kilt, and three what? of the boys on the bus actually just apprehended him. And I was like, okay, I'm fine, but like... It's fucking crazy. It's just like, I knew his uncle, and it was like right up the alley of that kind of shit. And... Yeah, it's just like some oh, people just be creeps. Yeah, just they in treat the blood. It like it's a joke. I see. This is what I don't understand. Like, yes, that's a situation where like that shit happens. I remember I have a friend. I had a friend a few years ago who did a lot of work and continues to want to do a lot of work around um, supporting survivors of sexual assault and um, like rape and all sorts of different things. And she said that she was she was doing work for a lawyer, and the lawyer was a defense attorney uh, or, or or like you know. Crown, but was um supporting this woman who had been raped and when the guy obviously got off on his charges the dad high-fived him and well it's like oh so the trash is that's just, a nightmare that's just trash yeah. these men are just trash but what about the guys who do who like so there's like, so you have like a, degrees i have a nephew right yeah he's a baby yeah he's 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 a little baby if he grew up and did something horrible, like it's like it's like when you know someone from when they're that age and they do something horrible. The idea of fucking high fiving makes me so upset because wouldn't you just be devastated? You should be devastated. No, the guy was just like, yeah, my son got off. You should be devastated that your son would do that. You know what I mean? But they if don't I nephew ever did fucking anything, I throw him in a river. Wrong? I know, but it's it. I just can't understand it. But this is where it comes from, right? And it's also how we're raised. Like men are always raised, like oh, like persistence is key. Boys will be to, boys. No, persist, what about the persistence is key when it comes to dating women? Yeah, all those old stories where you hear like, oh, this man, you know, just stayed outside my uh, grandma's like candy shop until she finally went out with him. I'm like, so he he stalked her. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is and it's totally normalized for 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 guys to be like oh well she said no and they're, they're yeah. like try again in a couple weeks and then we have to deal with these men coming at us all the time yeah it's very upsetting it's and so it's also one of those things where it's like you were just raised to think that this was normal. fine and they don't understand no no and it's also like if okay so if you're interested in a woman of course different women want to be like approached in different ways but it's one of those things where you can just like if you could just maybe take a second, maybe one thing, if they do have a boyfriend, just back the fuck off. But even if they don't, if, if they're they like, don't, nah. And they say no. Like, it's okay. Rejection sucks. Rejection Reject- does suck, but it's like, if someone's and like, no, then just accept the accept no. Accept it. Take the no. Oh, but again, like, if they have a boyfriend, I think the answer is clear that they are with someone, so maybe don't date want to you know like what are you doing i don't know that's the first thing the second thing is if they don't and you want to ask them them out you can very clearly just like ask them out i had a situation maybe last summer i don't know whatever i was just i was it was alicia's birthday and this guy came up to me and like not creepy like i didn't think it was creepy at all he literally just came up didn't touch me no nothing it was like hey i just wanted you to know that you look really beautiful tonight i'm not trying to like harass you or anything i just wanted you to know and then he fucking left he like went and I didn't see him. <laughs> That's great. Gone for the night. 
Like, that to me did not feel weird because it wasn't like he was standing there waiting for me to, like, respond or do something or anything. It was just kind of like, hey, what's up? I think you look nice. Have a nice night. Take care. Yeah. Goodbye. I don't know. Girl, I don't know. Some people, I just don't get it. And, like, okay, I also want to say, of course, that, like, it's not that men don't get sexually harassed or harassed in, in general. Like, men get harassed in the workplace, men get harassed in a variety of things, but I have also never heard a man ever tell me a story about street harassment, at least not a heterosexual man. You know what? I have a friend who you've met, my Mexican friend, Arturo, mm-hmm. um, and he will openly just, like, he'll, like, look at men and be like, hmm, nice ass. And his response is, I get to, he's like, I will objectify a straight man for as long as I want because they don't get hit on. But he generally, he like won't usually do it with racialized men. He always does it with like really bro-y white guys. Ah, oh, beautiful. He's Doing the Lord's like, work. Yeah. And he's just like, why? They probably do it to women all the time. Yeah. So why I'm going to, and he's like, if they get to objectify you, I get to objectify them. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, just do it. Gay men take back the knife, guys. <laughs> <laughs> because, because like, I can't do it. Because if a woman is like, ooh, yeah, to some man, then he will take that as a serious intent. Yeah. And you'll be like, I have to leave. I can't, I just wanted to make you uncomfortable, sir. Sir, I actually have no intention. It was a compliment. We can't can't do that. We We can't can't do do that. that. But gay men, please take back the night. Go harass and the day. Take and harass every straight man you can. Please. Being creepy, like I know, like as a woman, and I've talked to other women where you're you're talking to, let's say you're being like friendly to a guy or whatever, and you're like, God, I hope he doesn't think I'm hitting on him. I hope he doesn't think that I'm like being a creep. Like I hope I don't make him uncomfortable. Like that shit that comes into my head in general when I talk to people. Mm -hmm. Do men? Does this just not? I don't think it exists. Does it not exist for some men? For some most men. men? Most men. It Plenty of men. For most of them. And also I think that here's the thing about a lot of men is that like there can be men who are very nice, sweet, lovely men, but it's like their rules go out the window when there's a girl that they are interested in. Mm-hmm. Like you can meet a man who's wonderful to you because he's not interested in you. But then if he mm-hmm. is interested in someone, he's suddenly a fucking weirdo with that person. And you're like, what's going on? What's happening? It's like there's some sort of thing in their brain where it just like turns on like be a creep i like this person yeah and then i also think about the women who date these yeah well some people be desperate though and also some people be brainwashed by patriarchy thinking like oh "Oh, my gosh he pursued me in this like violent way he must love me yeah but then i also think about the women like the men that have been charged with harassment or assault and they're standing there next to their wives bill cross I mean, some people, again, uh, bitches be crazy. I don't know what to say about that one. Uh, I think it's women's version of being a creep. It's like when women, okay. <laughs> you know so, what I mean? Because there's creepy men, but women's version of being a creep is being like a groupie to that creep. Well, maybe. It's like those are just trash women. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And it just, it, just, it just comes in, it just, whatever the pathway is for trash in the brain, for men it is be the trash, for women it is adhere to this trash. Well, it's like one of those things, sometimes I hear women like, okay, so if, if your guy cheats on you with some other girl, why on God's green earth is a woman's automatic response, and this happens with guys as well, but I feel like I've heard it more with women, is the woman's response to come for the other woman. Yeah, the other woman, you guys should get brunch and talk about how small the person's dick is. Like, you shouldn't, like, I, like, unreal, you had an, had an agreement with this man yeah. who cheated on you. It's like the whole um, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie thing. Um, everybody hates Angelina Jolie. Yeah, and like I mean, a Jennifer Aniston thing. Yeah, yeah. but it's like I'm like I, I'm pretty sure that was Brad Pitt who's the real trash here. Yes. Yeah. And he basically got off scot free. Yeah, and everyone's like, eh, whatever. Angelina Jolie though, although she has other issues, that woman just likes to adopt from everywhere. Yeah. Trash. Beautiful cheekbones though. Um, <laughs> unfair. Yeah, I think 
I don't know. I just think that when it comes to harassment, it can happen in so many different ways. And I, and I guess my point is I'm wondering, as men, how can men kind of prevent that from happening? How can they gauge whether or not it's harassment or they're just being like kind? Well, if you ever have to say, don't cringe, you <laughs> cross the line. Um, <laughs> if you ever, like, if a woman is like, it's, shows any sort of fear body language, probably a no. Um, if you have to yell at a person you don't know on the street, assume that's bad. Or honk. Or honk. Whistle. Whistle. Snap. Howl. Whatever. whatever. Any of those things. Just as, before you do it, be like, oh wait, maybe that's don't not a thing. A woman and a if ride. you have a fucking creepy friend, tell him. Then tell him or dump him. Dump your creepy friend. But not even just creepy is in like, I think men are have a very like black and white understanding sometimes of like creepy. Yeah. They're like, oh, he didn't rape that girl. He's fine. Yeah. Or it's <laughs> like, oh, well he hit on her and she said no and she was weirded out, but it's fine. No. If multiple women are weirded out by your friend, you need to be like, you need to change your approach. Yeah. Sir. Maybe try something different. Try something it's not new. working. <laughs> yeah. Like try something else. You know? I also think, um, I've had one of the main things that happened to me when I was living in Mississauga was I'd get asked if I wanted a ride a lot. Being followed by a car is the most frightening Horrifying thing. Horrifying thing that's it, ever happened It's to me. so it scary. Has, you know what? That never has that has never happened to me in Toronto. It only happened to me in It happened to me in Etobicoke. Not where I live now, but okay. where I lived previously. Oh, yes. This guy, I didn't even notice. I had my headphones on. And he followed me to my door. <gasps> and I was like, what the fuck? I was just, it was very scary. See, and, then I, I mean. and then I just pretended that that door, like once I noticed him, and he started to like try to talk to me. I just like pretended that that wasn't my place and just kept going, but in a way that a car couldn't follow me. Mm-hmm. Very scary. See, that's horrifying. I had a guy, like this has happened a few times, but I remember there was a specific time where I had a guy using a pickup truck. Ooh. And which in Mississauga, I was like, why do you need a pickup truck? Are but anyways, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and he, and he like, I had my headphones in, I was walking home from work and he honked at me and I just pretend like I didn't hear him and all of a sudden he just yells from his car he like slows down goes right next to me by the sidewalk and he's just like do you need a ride and I was like no thank you sir I was like 15 16 and then he's like are you sure I can definitely drive you somewhere and I was like no I'm all right and I like walked faster and I was about to say I'm almost home it's okay and then I realized I was like don't do that And I had to be like, no, it's, no, I'm good. Thanks. Bye. And then I like walked really fast. And then my friend um, who worked with me as well, a couple of weeks later, also lived in my neighborhood and said that she uh, had the same experience with a very similar looking car. And she got in that car (gasps) and the guy immediately tried to make out with her and she had to jump out of a moving car. Why would you get in the car? I. Why would you get in the car? Don't do it. Why would you get in the car? This one time, this old lady, old, old black lady came up to me like, or, or drove up to me while I was walking. Like it was like later at night. And she's like, you want to ride, sweetie? And I was like, I don't trust you. Like, I'm like, <laughs> Catherine, I'm going to come up to you and be like, you want to ride? Girl, I won't be getting in that car. But it's my car. Yeah. No, even then I'll be like, no, Danielle, I don't know where you're taking me. Make sure you go home. A side note, was anybody else, like, in high school had, like, a mandatory, well, not mandatory, like, have a self-defense class, or was that, like... Grade school, baby. Grade school. Oh, I had that in high school, and I'm like, this is interesting. No. My health class is like, we need to teach you people Stop. how to protect yourself instead of going, like, the main problem is... Don't. <laughs> just don't be a creep. Don't... Don't rape. Yeah. yeah. 
don't is sexually it that assault people. Hard my mom has scared the shit out of men because my cousin had a situation where a guy started feeling her up. She was like 13 on the TTC. Mm-hmm. And my mom like was like, get the fuck off this fucking streetcar. And my mom was about to murder him. I would pay money to see an Elena like showdown where she like fights he someone. He got off the streetcar. Oh, I wish he didn't. I wish there was footage of it or something. See, he got off the streetcar and, and I think about it, nobody did anything. This man is feeling up a, th- the gr- a grown-ass man mm-hmm. is feeling up a 13-year-old girl who literally my cousin was crying. Oh, man. Crying. She was like, he's touching me and I don't know what to do. And my mom lost her whole damn mind and nobody did anything. My mom had to give me talks when I was like, you and you're like, yeah, you're like 13 yeah. and you start taking this the transit by yourself. She would give me like talks like if someone does something. Exactly, like yeah, to like To like make noise or like to move or tell someone, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, be careful. It's just like, oh man, the idea, like when I see stuff, like I haven't had any instances where I've had to like intercede with anything. Right. But like, actually I had one where, cause this is not sexual harassment. This is, this is a racist man who, li- who lives in Toronto. I swear to God, <laughs> I've been on the subway with him thrice when he's done this. He's this like big, older, white, fat man. He's the same man. If you have seen him as well, please contact Comment. me because Let I've seen know. him three times. Social media. He will stop the fucking subway for something small. And the small thing is people not listening to music with their headphones on. He's like, it's a bylaw. It's a bylaw. But the, the times I've seen him do it, actually, yeah. no, it hasn't been three times. It's been twice. It's been twice. And I've been longing for a third time so I can like slap him in the mouth. But, <laughs> um, so it's been twice. And it, both times were with like racialized people. One was a woman with a uh, hijab. And then the other time was like, it was a group of friends and they were like teenagers and it was like two two black kids and one white kid mm-hmm. and they were listening to music without headphones on and he cut, gets in their face and screams at them no. and gets in fights and then stops the TTC and then it was one time with the the, the second time that I saw it happen yeah. with the group of young kids like it was like me and like three other black people who were somehow all on the sun street on the on the subway were like okay sir get the calm the fuck down yeah. um, and that was the only time I've ever had to intercede but like if I saw someone being a creep to some young girl I'd probably like kill him yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, I wonder, like, one of the things that we need to do, I think, as a society is, like, not be the bystanders where we're just, when shit Eyes just down. Yeah. Eyes down. And the thing is, I do that all the time. Half the time I'm doing it because I'm literally trying as best I can to not pay attention to anything on the TTC. Mm-hmm. Like, I have my headphones in and I'm reading or I'm whatever, so I'm actually not paying attention. Yeah. But I definitely think that if shit is coming up, we need to say something. Mm-hmm. As best we if can. If you see something, say Yo, something. Yo, TTC ad. Every time I hear it, I'm like, you want us to be fucking snitches, you pieces of shit. <laughs> snitches get stitches. And, yes, that is my one rule. Snitches get stitches. Yeah. But that was, least, by the way, a pitch perfect int- imitation of the TTC. Yeah, ad. it was. It was. No, but I really, I can't fucking stand it. I think men need to get better at calling each other out, even if it's hard. Women need to get better at fucking supporting each other. Yes. such a big thing women need to support women because so many times it's just like well what did you think i hate that why why would you do that it's your fault what are you wearing because the thing is i think it's coming from the place where the women do understand that like okay well these are situations that can be dangerous because men can be dangerous but it's still not the woman's fault no it's never the person who is the victim's fault like, I think about the fact, like, one of my friends um, was sexually assaulted and she went to school with this kid and this kid ended up having to leave the school. Like, Ryerson ended up having to leave the university and she was in the same program as his sister. 
And so they had a class together and she was running up the stairs because at Ryerson, like our, um, some of our bigger classes are done in the movie theater, um, in in a movie theater. So she apparently was running up the stairs in the movie theater to get to her seat and the sister was coming down and she pushed her. And like her brother literally sent a text to my friend being like, like saying, basically confessing that he raped her. And she attacked this girl. And she attacked this girl because it's like you're ruining my brother's life. And it's like... It deserves to be ruined. He's trash. He's a rapist. If anyone in my family... I'll kill them. Anyway. <sighs> like if your nephew... <gasps> Don't even say it. <laughs> but this is what I mean. Like as, as women, you need, you, what, you're going to stand next to this trash ass man? No, but my nephew would never do that. Because Auntie Catherine would. will fucking make sure. Auntie <laughs> Catherine has already been doing her best. Like Auntie no, Catherine... Make sure that, like, he's such a good little boy. But Don't like, let anybody teach him, like, persistence is key. I will never. I, I will be sending him books on consent and stuff. Or I'll be teaching it to him there when he book, comes to visit me. It's called C is for Consent. Oh, again, I told you. Like, I had, I had to get him more books, actually, because this one, maybe he's growing tired of it and he has a different reading level. He's starting to have a different re- reading level. But it was, like, a little book that was um all, like, these important figures and like this person did this this person did that and like blah 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 but they're all black women that's great and it's one a book that he'll take off the shelf and request to be read it's very good i'm making sure he's gonna be a little woke baby because he's already gonna be like a light-skinned little boy who no one's gonna know is half black Mm -hmm. no one's gonna know he looks like he's iranian like nobody knows yeah um (laughs) so i will not allow that to happen but if it does i'll kill him so is that our answer to, to things for yeah. practical things that we can all do? Yeah. Just, you know, be vocal, stand up, and um, don't feel bad if something happens to you. Yeah. I feel like men, women can oftentimes be quite clear when they don't, when they're uncomfortable with you. Just, if they you know what? Here it is. Listen to people. Yeah. If someone tells you something, just Literally listen. Literally just listen. If I tell you I'm comfortable with you, I'm comfortable with you. Yeah. If I tell you I'm not comfortable with you or I'm just like, ha ha ha. I'm leaving. Listen now. to their voice and their body <laughs> language. Take a class if you don't know how to read it. Okay. YouTube. And YouTube. Just basic consent. Like, yep. if you don't know, if the answer, if you don't know, then the answer is probably no. no. Yeah, take mixed signals as no. I saw something where someone was like, people show you what they're, who they are. Like, and this yeah. goes for every, every situation. So, like, read actions, not like words. Words. Or yes. both. Yeah, read actions. As works, best you can. As best you can. Well, anyway, that's all on that light note. Um, so thank you very much, Danielle, for coming on. This is a topic you wanted to talk about, so I'm glad we were able to. Mm-hmm. Um, so my Instagram is the CC Williams, and you can follow me for, like, pictures of my cat and... Your other cat. My other cat and things I've eaten and or made. They are great. Thank you. Uh, my Instagram is Carmen underscore Maria 416. Our um, our Instagram is I'd kill a spider for you, um, and then for Twitter it's I'd kill a spider number four letter U. So you know, message us, comment if you folks have weird, creepy harassment stories. Please. Oh yes, please do. I'd love yeah. to hear. Did I ever tell the story about the the guy with the foot fetish? What? On this podcast? No. For like the old woman. What? At the Valley Village? No. So I'm just remembering. This oh my god. a great retail harassment story. Old lady was trying on shoes. I worked at Valley Village for five years. I know that store very, very well. Um, the shoe section, she's just trying on shoes. So she takes off her shoes, is trying on shoes. And the guy says, can I have a look at your shoe? He looks like he's maybe in his 20s or 30s. 
So she says, I guess he can, but I'm not selling them. They're my shoes. And he's like, that's okay. I think they're just a really nice pair. Picks them up and then sniffs them. And then he says, you have beautiful shoes. And he puts them down. And she's like, this is very strange. And so she leaves the store like a normal woman. Then we find out later, uh, the police needs our surveillance footage. Why? Um, Because a man... I'm going to send this in to My Favorite Murder because this is a great story for them. Anyway, um, turns out the man waited for her to leave the store, followed her home, uh, <gasps> found out where she lived, left, went and got a pizza and, uh, and some roses for her, came back, knocked on her door, and said that he thought she was really beautiful, thought her feet were really beautiful, and wanted to know if... if um, her feet are going to end up in like a locker. Yeah, if, if he could come detached in. Detached from her body. Because he really, really, really was interested in her. So this was an old, old woman. She was a senior citizen. Ain't nobody safe, you know? Yeah. So old that like, I think her, her like daughter was home or something like helping her take care of things. And her daughter was like, (laughs) so, and so then, and so the woman, the woman like, so obviously like the cops were called, the guy like left, the guy like, I think ran away, the guy left and the police needed surveillance footage because that's where she said she had seen him. Um, but that was a situation where a woman was literally just trying on some shoes and she ended up with a creepo at her house. Well, no ankles were safe. No ankles, <laughs> no ankles be safe. That's why a part, I don't wear open toed shoes. Actually, that's not why. That's going to be you, Danielle, because there's a part in It Chapter 2. Danielle and I love It Chapter 2. And there's this old lady who we were like, this is Danielle. It's me. And it's Pennywise, actually. Oh, but then no. he like is naked in the background. And like that's going to be Danielle. She's going to be Pennywise in the background. And the then some man. Was, was, he, like, just, was he like man naked? No, it was Pennywise as an old woman naked. naked. And and um, running around, and the apartment kind of looked like Danielle's apartment too. Oh, cat paintings, everything. It was it was one hundred percent Danielle's Did apartment. So <laughs> that'll be you, Danielle. Be like naked at the window, and then some man will come attack you and ask you with some pizza and some roses when you're pennywising it up. When you're recreate, when you're old and you're recreating the pennywise scene for yourself, I'd scare the shit out of him. <laughs> there we go. Actually, you know what? It'd be great. You would actually just scare him. You'd be like, ah, oh, god. All right. Anyway, what's <laughs> what's that? <laughs> That's part of the movie. Um, you, what, what is your social media if you want to plug um, it? So mine is Danny D A N I I Baker underscore Designs, and that's just Instagram. I don't use anything else. And cool. is your website up? Uh it is. It hasn't been updated in a while, and yeah. I think I'm due to revamp everything soon. So. And that one is. That is DannyBaker.com. So it's D A N I I Baker.com. It's very nice. It's very, very nice. Yeah, you're, the logo that you did for us is amazing. So it's great. Thank you so Thank much. Yay. All right. Well, you know. Good night. Good night. I don't know. Dear sirs. Stay sexy. Don't get sexually harassed. <laughs> <laughs>